we couldn't have a more perfect gospel to celebrate the five baptisms that we're going to be doing in just a couple of moments. We heard the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. The sacrament of baptism invites us into God's kingdom. That is why it is a treasure, and we treasure it so deeply. I'm sure this evening people from far and wide have come from these families to celebrate the baptism of these children. And the children who are about to be initiated are treasures as well, right? Parents will sacrifice absolutely everything for them. And grandparents as well. And nieces and nephews and aunts and uncles as well. And we do this in our whole culture too. Think about all that we pour into our education system for our children so that we can uncover their precious gifts. And God forbid, if their life is in any way ever threatened, we have a tremendous treasure here in the Columbus community, a nationwide children's hospital that's able to restore life to countless. I'm always amazed whenever I go down to that hospital. Our children here are so young that we do not yet know maybe the treasures that they are that will only come to light in time as love is poured upon them, as they are nurtured, and as their gifts begin to unfold. As John says in his first letter, Beloved, we are God's children now. What we shall later be has yet come to pass. But when it does, we know we shall be like him. We shall be like him, John says, because of what happens in this hour, because of what happens to us in the sacrament of baptism. We become likened to him. We become that precious gem, that pearl that we hear about in the parable in this sacrament. And as life goes on, we sell all so that we can possess what is given to us in this hour, in this precious gift of baptism. And if we don't sell all, we're apt to miss it, right? We're apt to miss it. A couple of weeks ago, 
We celebrated here in our parish a massive thanksgiving for a young man from our parish who was ordained, Father Colin King. He became a Franciscan. This weekend he celebrates his first week in his new assignment down in Jamaica. He's a Franciscan. He had to sell all so that he could claim his vocation that God had given to him. I talked to him before he left. He said that all he could take with him, all of his earthly possessions, had to fit in two suitcases, okay? That's all he could have. So he had to sell all, sell all. Yet look what he has. If you were here, you know the joy in his heart, being God's priest, God's minister. Beautiful example of what we're speaking about in this parable tonight. The parables today are about the kingdom of God. It's so amazing. It happens in unexpected ways that you cannot prepare for it. Like little children who are always doing totally surprising things when they come upon us. That's why Jesus tells stories about the kingdom, parables, to get us to use our imaginations. The the disciples were probably a bit disappointed. They were expecting the kingdom of God to be something that was filled with wonder and awe, like military might, and they could be, you know, part of this this great kingdom. That's what they were thinking. But Jesus is saying, no, no, no. The kingdom of God is going to be breaking into your midst and surprising and unexpected ways. So the kingdom of God is not going to be in the next life. We do spend our lives searching for it, if the truth be told. This world throws a lot at us. So we have to sort out a lot, as the parable alludes to us tonight. We are this net, so to speak, pulling a lot in. We need the wisdom of Solomon from the first reading to sort out and to know what the treasures of God's kingdom are in this world. You know, we can spend literally our whole lives today, what? Online. We can spend hours and hours and hours of every day with our lives glued to screens. And at the end of a week, much less a year, end of our lives, it'll all be what? Deleted. We won't have anything. Picking up on the image of the parable, we live in a world today that is filled with so much ambition. Of course, ambition is not the problem. But what is it that we are seeking and grasping? Could it be misguided? What is it in this life that is really worth pursuing? What is it that I truly need? In other words, 
What are the treasures of my life? We bring these children here today, five of them, for the sacrament of baptism, and they now become children of God. This is our greatest treasure, our relationship with God. And then we share this relationship with one another as God's children. This is what really counts. This is all we really need, our love and connection with one another. And when all the getting and grasping that we think is so essential in life takes its rightful place and no longer becomes the focus of everything, then we just start to discover the kingdom of God that Jesus speaks of tonight. Yes, it is indeed in our midst. The treasure that we are given does not come from hard work. It's a discovery that comes to us in life. It's a completely free gift. And, we dis- and when we discover it, we're filled with joy. We make changes in our lives. We live differently because of what we have found. This is the truth of the gift of baptism, the truth of the parable. One of the beautiful sides of the parable is that when we have this treasure, there's still a part of us that's still searching and seeking. This is where prayer enters in, spiritual reading, taking advantage of the adult faith formation opportunities that we offer in the parish, attending scripture classes, maybe being a sponsor for someone in the RCIA, offering our services. What we see today in the parable is how close Jesus always is to us. He's inviting us always to enter more deeply into his kingdom that's always close at hand.